Howdy. <laughs> I don't even, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, it's a radio show. Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. It's March, April, May 1st, 2020. We got through April. Wow, is all I can say. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. We, well, we handle gold and silver, lots of it. And we do it better than anybody on the planet. Fair, honest service. We thank you for supporting us. Without you, we can't get the news out. This is a major pillar in the uh, financial community for Patriot Radio News Hour. Thank you so much. You can reach us at one 800 951 Or you can head out to our website, 24-7-365, at allamericangold.com. And it's a beautiful day to be alive on this Jack Daniels Friday. Yes, Jack Daniels. The best news in the country is that they still make it. I'm joined with Joe Jaquint, president of Patriot Trading Group. Um, just a guy that's just like me. We're tired. Long, long days, long hours. The show must go on. Uh, it's just great to be a part of this, isn't it? Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? Eric, how you doing? Thank God it is Friday. Uh, I need a couple of days off, that's for sure. It's just been crazy that, you know, the heat's back on here, so that takes a little more out of you. Uh, and uh, yesterday was supposed to be a big rain. Yesterday was more humid than hot, I thought. It wasn't that bad out there. Uh, but next week, boy, uh, every single day, 103, 104, 105, the dog days of summer are quickly approaching. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it killing all of the yellow flowers. They almost die. I wish yellow flowers got coronavirus. I'll say that right now. And that's the weather. And now for sports. There is no sports. <laughs> There's no. Uh... <laughs> All right, we're going to do financial gymnastics. How about that? There for you, you go. And my favorite. You know how close that now America's claim to fame is we've never defaulted on our debt. Well, they like to say right. that. That's not true, but okay. Well, let's. When did we default? Well, first you defaulted in 1933, right to to us. Right when you took the gold away from the uh, American public, then we defaulted again in 1971 because all of the contracts and what I mean by default, all of the contracts prior to 1933 was gold in fiat money. Well, the federal right. it was all interchangeable. Was interchangeable. Right. They had to change all those contracts. So right. what do you, what happens when you change a contract? That means you defaulted on the other contract. Then in 1971, we told all foreign governments, "Hey, uh, you know what? You can't ask for gold anymore." Right, you don't get it. Right, you don't get it. You only can accept It's very these. confusing. Yes. So, yeah. so, so actually, did we default or did we not default? Well, when they recalled gold in 33, anybody who bought savings bonds in America, when they bought the bond prior to 33, their currency was interchangeable for specie or paper. So you could change $20 gold pieces or $20 bills. They were all interchangeable. 33, they took all the gold except for, well, Exemptions were items of specific value. If you had, you know, St. Gaudens and Liberties and Indians, and you could keep them. But also, any foreign govern any foreign governments who bought U.S. Treasuries were paid, and Europe bought them in bags of gold instead of paper if they wanted it upon maturity. So this is what was always confusing. So in seventy one or two, three or four, but it was seventy one when Nixon signed the papers, he closed the gold window. People are like, well, what do you mean he closed the gold window? Because now we could buy gold. He closed the gold window on Europe because there was no more gold, $20 gold pieces, no more bars, no more to get send over there to pay the bondholders. So, yeah. And you know what's weird? Another one. They 
is another one that no one talks about, and that's the silver certificates. So, and those were in circulation until when, the 40s or 50s? I don't know exactly because it's paper. I don't know a lot about it. But it said, it said right on it, a dollar bill, a silver certificate said, this note is legal tender for all debts public and private and is redeemable for legal tender, a.k.a. silver dollar. So you could swap those interchangeable. And then, of course, they put an end to that. It must have been 64. I think so. Yeah, 64. Yeah, I think it was the 60s. 64 yeah. when, when they quit making silver coinage. So so that was the end of that. So there's another default. Well, Trump said, we're going to cancel. And I know, Joe caught the word. He didn't hear it. You people probably heard this and didn't catch on. But the president said yesterday afternoon, we're going to cancel China's debt. Now, is cancel different than default? It is a different word, but yeah, well, cancel it. And I'm like, what does that mean, cancel it? I'm sure it's not in Rogget's pocket thesaurus, but uh, cancel would mean, well, it's kind of like a no-interest loan, okay, that you have no interest in paying back. (laughs) China has 1.09. Now, this, had I read this story a month ago, you'd be like, China has $1.09 trillion in U.S. bonds. Right, they've lent us a trillion dollars. Trump said, we'll just keep it. Right. Not the interest. All of it. But all of it. Yeah. We'll just keep the we'll, trillion. We'll call it even. You gave well, us Well, maybe a down of- payment. <laughs> so maybe a down payment on the reparations to be made. From that China. had the White House in full panic mode. <laughs> I kid you not. Larry Kudgel goes, it was like right from the uh, Three Stooges. He went, what? <laughs> Kudlow out immediately said, the United States is not defaulting on debt held by China. Now, you know, let me ask you, though, why Why not? You know, you got to give Trump the hint. Do you really think now that negative interest rates are here or zero, they're going to negative in a treasury instrument, that any foreign government is going to loan America money anymore? Why? Why? It'll cost them money. You're going to do what? Yeah, send us a trillion. We'll hold it for you. We'll send you back uh, $999. <laughs> okay. Sounds great. No. So those days are over anyway. You know, you might as well give it to him. You might as well keep it, Trump, because we ain't never seen another nickel from China in U.S. Treasuries. Two words, ladies and germs. Got gold. Be back. Patriot Radio News Hour, AM Radio, KXXT 1010. Family Values Radio here in Phoenix and 1360 KHNC in Johnstown, Colorado, the Roar of the Rockies. Advertising pays. You know, we uh, have the network up there in Colorado. We had an advertiser tell us he had his best two months ever and then did not renew. So I guess if you do it too good, you don't need any more advertising. So if your business is not running over, call us here uh, at the radio station, 970-587-5003 will help you get some ads put together and get your business notice. So, But Trump, yesterday, you know, he's getting frustrated, and the world is pointing at China. The economic war has started, obviously. the um, It started, of course, with uh, tariffs and things of that nature. But if you look at it, you always got to follow the dollars. Are we heading to World War III? I mean... It, you know, Cudlow's come out now last night and this morning. He was in front of the White House live on television. Says the full faith and credit of the United States' debt 
obligations is sacrosanct, period. Full stop. White House economic advisor Larry Kudlow told Reuters this morning. You know, that used to mean something when we were paying 5, 6, 7, 8% interest. Right. Right? It's not sacrosanct. Now, we don't, what, do you, what do you get on 10 years? 0.6? Right? Hey, let me your money for 10 years. Yeah. And I'll basically give you your money back, less less inflation. You actually lose money buying ten year notes. I mean, so who are we kidding? Well, gold. You know, that's they were always able to say, nope, you don't want gold because it doesn't pay interest. Those days are over. So, but anyway, you know, Trump told Reuters yesterday that he's looking at different options in terms of consequences for Beijing over the virus. Now, they're also talking about they want to bring the pharmaceutical industry back immediately. And Kudlow said this morning in front of the White House that we can't rely on Chinese supply chains. And, of course, you know, you've got the problem in the China Sea this week with uh, the war drums beating out there. I well, mean, let's be clear. Amazing. Let's be, amazing. be clear. The pharmaceuticals aren't coming back here. But maybe they'll bring them to Mexico. <laughs> and then we could have the drug cartels help us with the supply chain. So, you, yeah, the, oh, right, you're on. I some. mean, it'd be brilliant, right? You get a it's couple, El Chapo. Kilo, you get a couple kilos of coke, a bale of weed, and, and a bunch of heart medication all together. Right? Perfect, I mean, it'd be perfect, home run, perfect. You get all the hydrochloroquoxacin, hydrochloroquoxacin, <laughs> So, yeah, we need to bring back El Chapo. Right, and, and listen. Make him head of the drug supply. We don't supply. need pharmacists anymore. We can have the guys on the street corners handing out dime bags of, of a hoxychloroquine or whatever it may be. Perfect. How about that? Of course, they don't like. I thought this through. They, I see that. Yeah. They don't like hydroxychloroquine as uh, as the possible cure-all, fix-all, because the president has endorsed it. So they've gone way out of their way to uh, Gilead, which the new one. What is that called? Nobody knows. Oh, I forget. But you know what? I read. You were right. They had the guy on yeah. from Gilead yeah. in the middle of the night. I was looking at it. They're like, he's like, well, we only tested it with people on ventilators. And, you know, they're. And then. Now, the- now they actually give some a placebo. Right. So think about that. You're on a ventilator. You're almost dead. You look over your ventilator, says forward on it. And they give you a sugar pill just to see if you're going to die or not. You don't think they do that, do you? No. He said placebo. Well, that's what they need to do next. I, the 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 way I read the study is they, they gave it to like 397 people. Half of them lived, half of them didn't. The next step now is to say, okay, well, is that result any better than than not giving it to them, right? Well, that's right. the part we don't know. That's right. the next step now. Now the next step is half of them are going to get a placebo. The other half aren't, and then they're going to compare. Here's the thing, and I don't know. But they were already using testing this drug in China, and they stopped it. Right. That's all I'm saying. I don't know why, you know, I would think the only reason why the Chinese stopped it is because it didn't work. But that's just my guess. Well, you know, the Chinese have always had this, you know, mystery that they were supposed to be smarter than everybody, and they had the miracle cures. And like the Seinfeld, when George gets the, the cream to grow hair from China. You know, in China, like every, they had this great mystery about everything. The East, yes, the yes. Eastern medicine. But you know what? I got a sneaking suspicion that their government employees are just as dumb as ours. 
I think that it runs amok. Remember, the J- Japanese were supposed to be the cure-all for business. Right. They could take a television and make it into a watch. Right. You know, they, they started making watch. They stole the American car market. Well, Reagan gave it to them. But they had to buy bonds. you got to remember, that so, was the, the trade-off was right. to buy bonds. And here's the problem, though. Both China and, and Japan have a trillion dollars worth of bonds, and they're both like, yeah, I think that's enough. Right. And then when their stock market fell in half and stayed there for three decades, they're like, maybe these guys don't know what they're doing. <laughs> And I think, I think that's going to come to China. I think that's what's going to happen. We're going to look at them that, like, oh, those the, idiots. That's the one thing we got in our favor. They're just as dumb They're as just we are. Just as dumb as we are. So our bureaucrats, with any luck, they may be dumber. They should actually have common sense jeopardy. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? And from the Department of the Interior in China. Playing our Secretary of Treasury. I mean, it'd be great. So. <laughs> ah, well, be careful what you wish for. So, you know, some a lot of stupid things we've said here end up becoming fact. So, more though, more on the Chinese war drums. <laughs> Outraged at reports that the pensions of United States government and military retirees are about to be invested in China. Trump is set to go all out stop to the proposed investment. Approved well, in 2017. I'm going to say this. Uh, that is correct. Pension funds are allowed to buy uh, Chinese stocks right. that aren't listed on the New York Stock Exchange Excel. Uh, this was one of the things we heard in the trade war of that we were potentially thinking about doing. Now it's back again that, that Trump would like to ban that type of investment. An estimated $50 billion in the International Index of Government Retirement Program will soon be invested in state-run companies in China. State-run, for you kids at home, means commie. Commies. The state owns everything. Did they t- I don't know if they teach us in school. So you kids that are being homeschooled here, that's why I try to always keep this G-rated because I never know who's listening. But Fridays, you know, yeah, sometimes Uncle Eric gets into the whiskey. But, uh... But the simplest form that I learned that, let me see if I don't mess this up. If you live in a democracy, the state exists for you. And you live in a communist, you exist for the state. Now, based on that, your governor's telling you you can't leave your house and you can't open your business. Really hard to figure where we fit in this equation right now. Which one are we? So now, of course... This is the fallacy of all this. This is pure window dressing. Oh, my God, we're going to send money to the Chinese stock market? Give me a break. You think Goldman Sachs hasn't been in the middle of this whole thing since it started? You think that they hadn't pumped the entire U.S. uh, Union government pensions? Who do you think built those factories over there? Where do you think that money came from? How do you have a city with 30 million people and high-rises that makes New York City look like a suburb of L.A.? I mean, because that is what they did over there, and I assure you, for you kids at home, that it was all paid for by the very people that we lost their jobs to the globalization right here. They had called it, and we used to do shows about it, we're going to invest your retirement into the Pacific Rim. And when I first saw that, I looked at Joe and I go, is that in Oregon? (laughs) The answer, Alex, (laughs) that's not in Oregon. So... So here's where we got now. Your investment's gone south, but your money went east. (laughs) (laughs) 
so we got a problem here. So yeah, Trump's cracking down, and he, you know, he's, I love the guy because he's he's emotional, you know, and he and he fires off the hip, and they unfortunately they hold every sentence, every syllable, every vowel, everything they hold up to the light. Where you know any other president has had a pass on that. Imagine if Gerald Ford was under scrutiny like Trump, oh, <laughs> you know, falling down all he the time. Be, <laughs> he'd be checking into Betty Ford. Right. <laughs> Do you ever see the pictures of old Studio Fifty Four disco in New York and Betty Ford in there drinking? There's actually a picture somewhere online. So. Anyway, here in I'm sorry, it's Friday. Give me a drink of that, Joe. Whew, man, we're getting punchy in here. One eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The country's about had enough. Donald Trump urged Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer to put out the fire. As protests now are starting to run amok with right. she, she canceled the state the stay at home order now in Michigan for the rest of May. Uh, huge, huge rallies uh, starting to turn a little violent. Uh, rallies uh, all across the country uh, being taken place with people wanting to get back to work. Of course, uh, earlier this week, Governor Ducey right here in Arizona extended our stay at home uh, for two more weeks. I mean, uh, New York today, Governor Cuomo, school is officially canceled. So the East, you got to remember, school runs all the way through like late June. Canceled for the rest of the year. No, no going back to school uh, in New York State for for the rest of this year. Well, I mean, I wonder what's going to happen. Well, Everybody I say the rest so. of the school year. The school year, school right? Year. So nobody even knows if what's going to happen here. The summer will tell the tale, and I'm not even going to try to pontificate on it. But I love Trump. Uh, said, just make a deal, <laughs> right? Calm everybody down. Make a deal. It's like, the art of the deal. Right. Okay. Okay. You okay, can. I want it for the end of the month. You want it now. Right. Let's split we'll the split it and check again. If you want to go to your home up on the you know Mackinac Lake, right. go ahead. You want to go so, up to the, the to the uh, what is it the uh, AP or the OP up there in Michigan? Right. Get up there. So yeah, I don't know. That's what he told her. And the Republican led Michigan legislature now has refused uh, to extend the state's. Uh, emergency declaration, and has voted to authorize a lawsuit challenging Governor Whitmer's authority and actions to combat the pandemic. So, well, by the time that gets heard, it'll be June anyway. Well, I don't know. Might be able to fast track it. I mean, what else are they doing? In turn, <laughs> she responded with orders stating under one law that an emergency still exists while declaring a new 28-day state of emergency. Meanwhile, protesters entered Michigan's capital yesterday and they're also back again today and are demanding to be let onto the house floor to be heard and get this this is very dangerous some demonstrators at the senate gallery were seen carrying guns no <gasps> do you know what when more than one people one people one person in a crowd has a gun in other words a lot of people have guns nobody gets out of line <laughs> that's one good thing speaking about nobody gets out of line the herd what do they call it? Herd immunity. You know, that's what they're saying. This is what okay. Sweden's doing, and this is what they recommend you do. You know, Sweden's just let them run amok over Well, so. yeah, yeah. I love how Sweden is dumping manure in the parks to right, try to keep the out. people out of them. Right. So, well, I'm having trouble. But now, still, they're no worse than anybody. It's not like, holy crap, 50% of people in Sweden have got the credit. That's not happened. But you know how it works? My wife and I were talking about this. I had a thought about it. You know, again, my sick right-wing tinfoil thinking. That it makes sense. 
So everybody's getting sick, you know, and the, and the elders are not doing well. And I'm one of them. So, you know, I'm nervous about everything. But here's how it works. So you have it. Everybody gets it. You know, now you got you got half the population's had it, and the other half may get it. So one guy gets it, and he gets into a group of people, and they've all had it. And he's trying to hand the virus off, not knowing it. But nobody can take it because they've already had it. So he goes to work, and everybody's already had it. And you got this guy who's infected who normally would have been infecting everybody, but he can't infect anyone for 10 days because everybody's already had it. And the virus dies out in him. And that's how it works. It makes sense, doesn't it? This is where you get the Longmont governor spit in my mouth theory. The the so. thoughts of Eric Cedarstrom <laughs> are solely those of his own. He is in no way a medical professional. Well, this is what they're trying to stop from happening. So, and if in fact the death rate is what it is with the flu, you well, know, you know, and you're sitting there thinking about like California this weekend. You know, they they are they going to storm the beaches? You know, in, in California, I don't know. Huntington Beach is suing Governor Newsom. They want to they're they staying open. open. Yeah, so. Yeah, well, you can't let people out going, just kidding. I mean, they could have done a Michigan and go, no, you're going to stay locked down and had a lot better luck. But once you let them out, you can't ever get the genie back in the bottle. Once they've tasted freedom, they'll never return. Patriot Radio News Hour. (laughs) This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional, conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Thanks to the Democrats' control in the House of Delegates in Virginia, it will soon be legal in the Commonwealth to bet on football games and other sporting events, except for contests involving Virginia college teams. This misguided move ushers in a new, costly addiction for millions of sports fans in the state who can soon waste their family savings in an effort to get rich quick. Just because the Democrats covet the tax dollars of legal sports gambling, they're willing to unleash the covetousness of the entire state. A misguided ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court in 2018 opened the floodgates to the legalization of sports gambling, but many states have wisely declined the invitation. Studies show that the poor are most hurt by legalized gambling, and they are the least able to afford it. The results of these studies just make sense. With all the glitz and glamour of promising a better life fast, sports betting preys upon poor people who just want a little bit of hope. Instead, sports betting leaves them hopelessly indebted and thirsty for another chance, like a castaway on a life raft, thinking the salt water might just quench his thirst. A total of 15 states currently allow some form of sports gambling, and five other states, plus the District of Columbia, are on track to legalize it. It's a race to the bottom as states compete with each other in facilitating the massive waste of time and money that comes with sports gambling. Although Democrats argue that sports gambling will create a new stream of tax revenue for the state, they don't mention the very real financial costs that come with it. When a man squanders his family's entire life savings with the hopes of getting rich quick, who is he going to turn to in his desperation afterwards? That's right, he's going to the government for food, housing, and other handouts. A once productive citizen raising other productive citizens will be trapped in the cycle of poverty that already has a grip on far too many people. Don't let the families in your state be the next victims of this covetous disaster. Oppose all attempts to legalize sports gambling. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. As President Trump fulfills his campaign promises, his accomplishments on trade, immigration, the economy, and protecting the unborn should be celebrated, not ignored or diminished. To track these victories, go to phyllisschlafly.com and find out what's next for the Trump presidency at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour on this May Day, May 1st, 2020. Yes, the uh, celebration of socialists and communists for their their, uh, socialist labor. Yeah, a lot of the foreign markets closed today for the May Day holiday. And and I'm wondering myself, I'm thinking it may be a May Day of a different kind. How many people... May Day, May Day. Yeah, didn't pay their rent or their mortgage. Coming up first of the month. Well, it's time for more stimuli. Mm. Wall Street had a good week. Gold was really quiet. It's up 12 bucks right now. Very quiet week for gold. Why? No stimuli. No stimulus talk. Wait till the press starts flying next week when they're all supposed to get back to work. They're all trying not to. Now the story is there's not enough tests for them to come back. There's, they need 100 or something, right? There's not 100 I mean, come tests. on. Are you giving me a break? Come on, give me a break. So. There's not enough tests. Uh, the Dow is down 600-plus points today. Uh was down yesterday. Eric said gold up today, uh, back above seventeen hundred dollars to the ounce and and i think you're right i think the everybody's crossing their fingers i know the uh the government mortgage companies have updated we we are at three million they said now 3.8 million uh requesting forbearance and they expect that number uh to to approach five million as the now may 1st is rolling around and and I wonder what it's going to be for rents as well because you got to remember now this it used to be different you know uh, used to only be thirty percent of the country rented that now we're at forty forty five percent of the country's renters now uh, so that number has a lot more of effect and, and now we're we're we'll, I'll wait and see next week to see how big those numbers get. Well, speaking of big numbers, you know, unemployment, they say it's going to easily take out the Great Depression high. Easily, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which was 25%. Well, you got to so. remember, so $150 million, we already we're already admitting $30 million already, so there's already 20%. Uh, and, and and we already know there's at least somewhere in the 5 to 6 million range of people that just can't file because the systems are so backlogged on top of and then you have the the independent contractor which that didn't used to be a thing that really didn't used to be a thing 20 and 30 years ago the independent contractor who's not allowed to file well your government dollars at work stock had its best stock market had its best month in 33 years that's what happens when things are really bad yeah how about that you have these just huge pure manipulation yes. so but it calmed everybody down. It yep. kind of let things get back on the shelves. And a lot of people, and I'm one of them, believe we're going to retest lows. Ultimately, that they're going to find other places to put their money. The only things up today are oil and gold. You know what's so, so funny is even Amazon, who, you know, let's face it, they had gangbuster uh, sales, uh, but the profits took a huge hit. They missed earnings by, like, $1.50 a share, light, and then said, hey, we actually may lose money. In the second quarter, Amazon saying they may lose money. 
Some stocks are too high, even the owners. Are <laughs> the only thing too high, Elon Musk, man, that guy. Listen, I, I like the guy. Maybe he's super smart. Maybe he's not. But the guy's got to put down the weed pipe. Went off again on a conference call again last night. Then this morning he started tweeting out, I think he meant to say, I'm too high. He actually said, my stock is too high. So Isn't that something? He's got to be the only publicly traded CEO to smoke pot on television, right? Yeah, on Joe Rogan's podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what, it's... No one cares about pot. I know, it's the new one. Nobody does. I don't know, they just just released a story on it that it may create permanent mental illness, so... So we all went to school with people that smoke pot forever. Johnny Hopkins. Yeah. (laughs) I went to school with that guy. (laughs) I have to tell you... By their by their fifties, it's not working out real well for them. So listening to this show can cause serious mental illness. I mean, you don't know everything would. I wanted to start doing CBD oil Mondays so, so, to follow off Jack Daniels Fridays, take the edge off. So anyway, where am I going? How about this? U.S. intelligence. Here comes the gaslighting, which you know is really coming in this country. U.S. intelligence agencies. Before I do that, let's see where this story came from. Doesn't say. We're going to give credit. Yeah. Uh, Newsmax. Okay. U.S. intelligence agencies have included the new coronavirus was not man-made or genetically modified. But they say they're still examining whether the origins of the pandemic trace to contact with infected animals or an accident at a Chinese lab. The statement has come from the Director of National Intelligence. Don't buy it. Yeah. Don't buy it. Don't buy it first. I just don't buy it. Listen, and I'll use uh, the exact same thing like with all the Trump stuff. Uh, Now you're hearing, uh, uh, we knew about the dossier uh, and and then the spying, and now we hear about uh, General Flynn and all these. These guys make stuff up all the time. Right. I mean, they just do. This was a story yesterday that, well, I think the day before that came Again, out. I think they just want to try to disprove because the president's been going after the, the lab. Oh, that's what it is, yeah. They, just another misinformation piece. That's just my opinion. So the new statement, the intelligence community also concurs with the wide scientific consensus that COVID-19, which is COVID, Chinese-originated virus ID-19, was not man-made or genetically modified. no. If they come with that, then it's an act of God. They're going to have to make a decision one way or another. If it's an act of God, that in, that brings more legal loopholes than you could even imagine. If it was Chinese originated by accident, that brings reparation. If it was Chinese originated and released on purpose, that brings World War Three. It isn't just us they're killed, by the way. That's a great point. All right. So... And we would, I mean, you talk about the allies. Everybody would be, the entire world goes against China. So then we stand a chance. <laughs> if they do like, you know, it's kind of like a fight in high school. Yeah, I'm all for you. Get fight, in there. You fight, fight, fight. fight, fight. fight. Are you going to help me? No. no. <laughs> you have to go fight the middle linebacker. <laughs> I'll step in after you gotten the crap kicked out of you. Yeah, we'll take the boots to him. <laughs> we'll help. <laughs> I'm sorry. one 800 we got to get professional around here. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. one 800 We offer U.S. legal, lawful, constitutional tender, 
available at your fingers. All you have to do is just punch one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Arlene will answer the phone, and we'll do the rest. <sighs> Where am I going here? Where do you want to go next? Well, How about oh, Ford oh. wants to get started again, building cars. Yes, in the middle of the month. Yes, yes. yeah. So, yes. except they're having a problem. Hmm. I wonder what that is. Government? No, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, the unions, oh. the UAW. You know the people that have been obliterated, <laughs> that are barely hanging on, I that mean, are making minimum wage and paying union dues. I, I don't even know. Social distancing shouldn't even be a problem in these factories. There's nobody in them. Yeah, how are they going to do this? Now, some is Colorado. Some parts of Colorado are opening today, I believe, and uh, Georgia, and some restaurants are opening in the country today, but they can only operate on 25 percent capacity. Which, you know, when you're putting together your business model to borrow money from Hovita Carranza at the SBA, they look at your capacity, and that's how they figure you're able to pay your bills. That's going to take an adjustment. That'll be the new world we live in. Patriot Radio News Hour. Oh, dumber than a mud fence. We'll be back after these messages. Well, love us or not, we're here. You're listening to Patriot Radio News Hour. Thanks for tuning in on Jack Daniels Friday. Uh, old number seven and brought to you by Maplewood Wine and Spirits out in Eaton, Colorado. You can get some Jack Daniels out there if you're driving around. I guess the liquor stores are open. I don't know. I don't know. They open in Colorado. How about this? Why, love the president. Hours after MSNBC host Brian Williams appeared critical of President Donald Trump and his view of the coronavirus pandemic. The president lashed out on Twitter at the veteran broadcast journalist. He called him Lion Brian Williams of MSDNC. (laughs) That's pretty funny. He said that he wouldn't know the truth if it was nailed to his wooden forehead, Trump tweeted. Yeah, you know, I wish we could give him a radio show here. It'd be awesome. He'd fit right in with us. Remember when he lied about his bravery in a helicopter? Totally made-up story. He's a true dummy who was thrown off the network like a dog. God bless Donald Trump. God bless our president. By the way, you know the two states that have the largest percentage of union workers? Two. You get two. The two tops. Michigan and New York. You would think. New York and Washington State. Uh, Boeing. Boeing. Yep, Boeing. Let me see. Which two have the worst lockdown? (laughs) Isn't that weird? I mean, it's just, I don't know, coincidence? I don't know. So I guess they can afford. Well, I'll give Washington State credit. They're doing better than New York did, that's for sure. I don't know. They have shut that place down. That's what I'm saying. They locked it up tight. The corona is it. Nearly widespread like it is in New York. They're saying, and again, these are them, whoever they are, the numbers, that Era Phoenix has a 17% unemployment rate. And Seattle, you want to take a guess at Seattle? This is their great governor that they all hate. And everybody east of the Cascades to Idaho hate them. So Seattle, 90%. What? Yes, 90 So you don't get it here. People don't understand. You can play golf. You can have a beer and sit out on the lawn with your buddies. There, all the courses are closed. Everything's closed. You can't even go from Washington to Idaho. you got to go through like the fruit and nut, you know, like you have to do to go to California. 
They've now set Where up. Where are you going? On I-90. I'm they've... going to Idaho. No, you're not. Yeah. What are you coming in for? So you say, well, I'm just coming over to hang out. I'm coming over to I'm for, going to, for a visit. I'm going to go on my boat on Lake Coeur d'Alene. Uh, no. No. Turn around. Uh-huh. I'm going to go play golf. Uh, no, you're not. I got a text today from Lyndall Sargent. I know this was a little before you, but we used to play a song on KHNC a quarter century ago, uh, Freedom Loving Patriots. One of my favorite songs. You probably remember. We played it in the Carefree office, and I lost touch with Lyndall. He, uh, he, he actually re-recorded it again. He's getting old like me, and it's on YouTube. So I'm going to see if we can get Jason to put it into the lineup. Put it in the lineup. It's All a right. great song. It's a great song. You know, he didn't fought for the country and didn't think you'd have to come home and fight for your rights. That's what you got to do now. I mean, look at Michigan today. You fight for your rights. How far are they going to go? I'm just glad that there are some people willing to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, there's a lot of people here willing to fight. We want to be good citizens. Yeah, but but they're willing. Oh, yeah, I'm behind it, but they don't show up. Well, they can't get the day off now. You know, I've been trying to have a revolution where he's like, yeah, I got this thing. <laughs> I, got this I got this thing. I can't do it Tuesday. Everybody's checking their calendar. <laughs> I want to be there, but my wife said I got to take the kid to basketball practice. I can't make it. So they're handing out money to keep everybody calm. And uh, I don't know if it's getting out there or not. I don't know. I, the SBA loans are spotty at best. I don't know how they're doing with that. No, no news on that. Well, the, if, if it was getting out, we would know. You would think. Because they would be bragging about it up, up if an item. Look so at how many people we've they handed They don't out. talk about it now because they don't, they can't say anything good. Well, Hovita's Carranza's website was crashed for 72 I hours. I still haven't seen Hovita. Hovita. Where, how come she doesn't? How does she get a pass? Listen, when she comes out on TV, then you'll know the money started going Right, out. Hovita. Hi, I'm Hovita Carranza. You know, from the head of the SBA. Don't you think that that would be just as important as Dr. Fauci? Shouldn't she be standing at every news conference assuring small businesses, we're here for you? Just a simple question. How many loans did you fund today? You couldn't right? pick her out in How the How many loans did you fund today? Nobody right? we, knows we've her given, name. We've given you, we've allocated you over $600 billion. How many dollars have been put into business bank accounts? That's all you need to say. Is it a billion dollars, ten billion dollars, a hundred billion dollars, three hundred billion? How many? The only perf- now, the only people you can get anything from is banks. Well, yeah, Goldman Sachs say, but they, 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 oh well, we've submitted this. Submitting doesn't do anything. It's actual money getting funded that does it. Yeah, nothing. How does she get? I don't get it. Maybe it's just me because we're just business oriented, but you know. It's already Tracy, the Drudge Report. They give you this bull crap. Oh, small business is the real engine of America, and yet they don't give two craps about small business. All they care about is Wall Street and the bailout programs. Eric brought it up yesterday. The Federal Reserve very smoothly uh, Wednesday announced, oh, don't worry, all you businesses that we made fun of and made you, publicly shamed you to turn back, give back the small business money, we'll take care of you over here. And on the other side of the scorecard, the Federal Reserve balance sheet increased to a record $6.70 trillion this week. The pace of expansion now is slowed because, well, they're thinking because of the volatility in the stock market has quieted down until about an hour ago. 
the central bank's balance sheet as well, that of just Wednesday. tells you the money's not getting out. That's what it tells you. Yep, it's not getting out. It's not so. getting out. Uh, the, the central bank's balance sheet. So let's see. Um, right before the crisis, okay, so let's go back to, like, February. Stocks were at all-time record highs. Uh, the balance sheet was about $3.8 trillion. Uh, so here we are, May 1st. Uh, we have just... We've only, you know, we've added another three trillion to the three point eight trillion. It is amazing. In like the last ten weeks, great job, way to go, everybody. Well, yeah, the gold engines are warming up. It's like, okay, uh, ready to go, silver. Yeah, gold. Yeah, platinum commodities, oil. Check. Engines are speed. When this thing takes off, man, it's going to be a rocket. Inflation coming in this country is going to be nuts. We'll be back. Joe. Put the bottle down. <laughs> Listen, this break needs to last a little longer. I'm not quite ready yet. <laughs> Trying to get up to speed here. I'd like to thank Jason, who runs the board at uh, the Mothership, and Ramon here at... Uh, Big shout-out to both those guys. Just amazing, amazing people. Without them, none of this would be possible. Thank you. Uh, we saw, we got some U.S. beautiful, I mean, Stunning U.S. Liberty Gold incredible. pieces. The, the product that's been product. coming in the door. And years that are coming out. I mean, this is what happens. You know, the gold, they've tried to manipulate it, but you've had a lot of people that, you know, had procured these and, and were holding them and waiting for these market moves and got a good two-way market going and just stunning material. Beautiful, legal, lawful tender, 1866. We had an 1855 coin. I've never in. had seed one. Never had an 1855 come through. So somebody got that in their order. You're not gonna, yeah. Someone got one, yeah. so you won't get one. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought it was weird. Yeah, I, I I picked it out. So, but anyway, we'll put that with a roll of silver eagle. So U.S. twenty dollar liberty. Um, you should have one for every year you've been alive, or five for every year you've been married. So maybe six, so you can split them three and three in the divorce. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. There you go. <laughs> no, it's a great thing to have. It's something you and your wife can do together as well. Legal, lawful tender. And, uh, you know, it's just a great way to build wealth. And let's face it, there's no way. And I, I hate to be, make a forward statement, but there's no way you can add the feds at $6, 7000000000000 We're at $3 trillion. There's $9, we are going to roll over 10 next week when they got to bail out the states and the pensions. There's going to be $11, 12000000000000 trillion here by 4th of July. Keep the economy going. There's no way gold's not going to take out all of its previous all-time highs at 1900 I mean, we're, we're, what, $200 away there. But, I, you know, it's just... It's, I know they manipulate it, but the physical activity is just so strong. So uh, U.S. $20 Liberty, you can buy and sell them. Now, people like to buy, oh, uh, I'll buy something different that's that's not as expensive. And, and they know the mandatory $10,000 reporting that, you know, if you sell back more than 10000 a bullion, by law, there has to be a 1099. And people are like, well, I'll only sell off a little at a time. Yeah? Well, how's it going to work for you when gold breaks ten grand an ounce? Do it right and do it the first time. You won't have to trade it. So go call calls one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We'll throw in a roll of U.S. Silver Eagles in their original Treasury rolls. Got the Treasury insignia. You get twenty of them, so you get twenty one ounce United States America modern issue silver dollars and a U.S. twenty dollar Liberty private non confiscatable gold twenty five hundred dollars. 
and why they last. I mean, we are literally one shock away from exonerating the supply. One down, Dow down 5,000 day, and it'll just exonerate the supply again. So far, Joe and I figured it out. In the last five weeks, there's been three days where there's been no product available. Three. And, of course, those were all on the days where they couldn't get a line through and the people panicking. Don't panic. Be right. smart. All right, just start procuring while you can, while everything's good. And let's pray. Let's pray this country and the world gets through this. But you owe it to yourself, your family, your children, your grandchildren to be a good steward with what you have and make the right decisions. I can't urge you enough, Joe. 800-951-0592, U.S. $20 gold piece, roll of silver eagles, 2500 uh, The Dow's down 600 gold's up a dozen. Uh, what a week it's been. We'll be back again on Monday. Everybody out there, thank you so much. Be safe out there. God bless everybody. Take care now. We'll see you Monday.